Hey there, I'm Marlene, a psychic, mental health coach, and founder of Mystic Women. Mystic Women is an amazing app for spiritual women available for Apple and Android. In this podcast, we're going to dive deep into my favorite topics, spirituality and mental health. And I am so excited to go on this journey with you all. I would love to get to know you. So please leave a review with your favorite part of the episode along with your Instagram handle so that I can give you a personal shout out on our next episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mystic Women Podcast. My name is Marlon. I am so very happy you're here. And I'm really excited about today's episode because I love talking about how I first dove into spirituality and how I learned to use my psychic abilities. I truly believe that psychic abilities are not unique to an individual. They are something that everyone can tap into. There is actually an amazing book that I recommend. I highly recommend that you read it. It's by Marianne DeMarco and it's called Medium Mentor. It talks about ways that you can tap into your own intuition and your divine guidance and your spirit guides, and your angels, and your ancestors, and it teaches you how to awaken this divine guidance within you in order for you to use it for your everyday life. I absolutely love this book, and no, I'm not being paid to promote it. I wish I was, (laughs) but it's actually so amazing. From beginning to end, Marianne DeMarco gives you so many different techniques on how to tap into your inner guidance and your intuition. So if you've ever wondered how to do this for yourself, I recommend that as soon as you listen, finish listening to this podcast episode, you run to amazon.com and you get that book. Now, this episode is called Awaken Your Own Psychic Abilities. Now, I'm fully aware what most people think about psychics. In fact, When I say that I am psychic, I can feel the eye rolls of some people. Typically, it's people who have never tapped into their own intuition and also people who have had bad experiences with psychics or perhaps with the word psychic in general. And hey, I get it. I mean, I used to think the same way back years ago when I wasn't very familiar with intuition or psychic abilities. I really did think that psychics were nuts, that there was no possible way that this was true. And if it was true, then these people must be some type of mystical beings that are rare and it's not common. Another thing that I've noticed of people when we talk about psychic abilities is that they will think that you think that you are special for some reason, that you are more special than they are just because you say you have psychic abilities. So they automatically reject the idea because to them it's like, well, they assume that you're acting as if you're bigger than God by acting like you know certain things or saying that you're psychic and you tap into your intuition to know how to go through your life or perhaps how to help others to go through their own lives. Whatever the case may be, let me be the first to say, yes, intuition is a real thing. Yes, psychic abilities do exist. In a whole different episode, I'll talk about the different types of psychic abilities because 
if I dive into that in this episode, then we will literally be talking forever. And I'm sure you want to do something else in your day other than just listen to me talk. (laughs) So for the purpose of this episode, we will talk about psychic abilities in general and how to tap into your own psychic abilities. And I want to share a couple of little stories about myself, about how I initially learned that I had psychic abilities. And when I say learned that I had psychic abilities, what I mean is I started to notice the signs And I started to realize that they had been there my whole entire life. Now, for some people, psychic abilities comes easier to them. This does not mean that you don't have them just because it's more difficult for you to tap into them. It just means that throughout your life, you have likely been through several experiences that have sort of switched around your perspective into believing that this can't be true and it doesn't exist. And you started to ignore the little signs. For instance, when I was little, and I'm talking really small, I'm saying about four or five years old, I used to always hear voices. Now, what would most people say about this? They would say I had childhood schizophrenia. I'm not a medical doctor, and I am in no way saying that schizophrenia does not exist. That's a medical condition, and that is not what we're talking about. But going back to what I was saying Back when I was this age, I would hear voices and I didn't know what to make of them. I remember putting my hands over my ears at night and closing my eyes and saying, okay, shush, shush, I have to sleep. As a child, I just wanted to sleep. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't really know that this, whether or not this was normal or not normal. So I never really told anyone, but I always knew the voices were there. They were there my entire life up until the day that I gave them a name and I decided that, wow, I really did have psychic abilities. I really had been tapping into them my whole entire life. These voices little by little started turning into something that sounded like a very wise friend. I always felt like I had some sort of extremely wise person inside of me with all this information that at times I didn't even know where it was coming from. I just assumed I was really clever. But little did I know that this was actually my spirit guides trying to communicate with me. I have a beautiful main spirit guide named Akasha. Akasha is a light being and she is wonderful. She's been with me my whole life and she's always geared me towards the right when I was into trouble. This might all sound very wild right now, but trust me, it'll all make sense. But yes, back when I was growing up in my early 20s, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. At the time I was diagnosed bipolar disorder, with bipolar disorder, I obviously assumed that the voices in my head were just part of bipolar disorder. I felt like the noise in my head was bipolar disorder. It really wasn't until my late 20s, early 30s, I'm 33 now, so it was not a long time ago whatsoever, that I became very stable with my bipolar disorder. I was no longer suffering from psychosis episodes or mania. My depression was very stable. In case you don't know about bipolar disorder, bipolar disorder is basically a mood disorder where you experience very highs and very lows. And there are two types of bipolars. There's bipolar 1, bipolar 2. I actually suffer from bipolar 1, which in in comparison to bipolar 2, those that suffer from bipolar 1 also get episodes of psychosis. 
and very elevated levels of mania, followed by extreme low depressive states that can last months. So with that being said, I have had my share of suffering in my lifetime. And when I finally became stable, which was just a couple years ago, I made a realization. I started questioning that voice in my head and realized that although I was stable, the voice was still there. The voice never went away. And then a lot of things started to happen. And I started to notice a lot of things that had happened in the past that perhaps I hadn't paid attention to at the moment. Angel numbers started coming at me from all directions, particularly the number 333. I would see it everywhere. 333 is a beautiful angel number that talks, basically what it says is that it's a sign from your angels and your spirit guides telling you that you have a very high purpose in the world and that they're here to help you through it, that they're always here to help you through it. All you have to do is ask them and they will provide. So my spirit guides were trying to get my attention throughout my entire life, which is usually what happens to all of us. Sadly, some of us never realize that we have spirit guides. So yeah, I became stable, started to realize the voice was still there, and I started to question, where was this coming from? I started remembering times from when I was very, very sick, times when I could have died, but I didn't. It seemed like I was saved by something, by something that I didn't know how to name or I didn't know how to pinpoint. It always seemed like that something would lift me back up and put me on my feet, would give me words of wisdom, which I confused for my own words of wisdom, and help me out. I started becoming more intrigued. I've always loved the occult. As a Scorpio, this is what we love, usually what we can't understand. We like to dig really deep to understand things. And I started to dig and research and read about intuition and I ended up talking to a very great psychic. And I'll never forget that day because on the day that I spoke to her, she told me, your main spirit guide's name is Akasha. And the moment that I heard that name, something incredible happened to me that I can barely describe with words. It was like my entire body was like feeling this magnetic energy, this wave of cold and warm at the same time, this light almost felt like it was going within me. And I saw this bright white light in front of me. In that small moment, I felt like I understood everything. And then when the light ceased and I came back to my senses, I asked the psychic what that was. I explained what I felt. And she mentioned that sometimes when we finally learn the name of our spirit guide or our main spirit guide. We experience this. It's like we finally meet our own very best friend who has always been there for us. And we feel this deep sense of love toward them. After this moment, I started to get extremely dedicated to figuring out how to contact my spirit guides on my own. Because I realized that I also possessed this ability. I had to possess this ability to be able to talk to my spirit guides in the same way the psychic I spoke to was able to. I knew this wasn't unique, a unique power that she had. I was lucky enough to 
meet a psychic that didn't act like she was all high and mighty and above me, who didn't make me feel like I didn't have all the tools. She told me to find my own intuition, to tap into that. She told me one day I would speak to mass amounts of people, that I would write a book, and that I would lead a life of spirituality and help others lead the same life. And I was mind blown. I started digging into every single book that I could dig, and I learned a lot of things. One of them being that one of the best ways to communicate with your spirit guide is automatic writing. Now, automatic writing is it's a type of meditation. You do get in a meditative state when you are automatic writing. And the idea is, is that you get into this meditative state. You obviously have a piece of paper and a pen and you try to contact your spirit guide. You start off with a question, whatever question that may be that you have for your spirit guide. And then your spirit guide connects to you and writes down information for you. When I first started doing this, I would always get the same message. I would get the message, clear your mind, we can't get in. Quiet your mind, we can't get through. And so I worked on doing this. At first, I was a little frustrated because I thought, well, it is so difficult for me to clear my mind. It is so difficult for me to quiet my mind. I am bipolar and it's hard. And then when I got off of my pity party, I realized that, Yes, I could quiet my mind. Yes, I could practice more meditation. And that, yes, I was going to do it because I wanted to communicate. And I did it and I started to communicate and I would get the most amazing messages. And I started to connect these messages to the messages I would get in the past. And I realized, hey, this is the same tone. This is the same being that's been talking to me my whole life. I recognized the way of speaking. When you're automatic writing, even your handwriting changes sometimes because it's not you who's writing. It's extremely amazing. When I began to automatic write and get these messages, I would start getting messages such as meditate more, open up your mind, read more, educate yourself, open yourself, but protect yourself. I would also get that I had to protect myself because when you open yourself up to this world, you want to make sure you protect yourself. I love to call on to Archangel Michael, which ironically is one of my main, is also has always been with me since birth, Archangel Michael. And I instinctively would call out to him to protect me. Whenever I'm doing any spiritual work, I always ask Archangel Michael to protect me. And this is definitely something you should do when you're diving into psychic abilities because there are negative energies out there and we don't want to tap into that. We want to tap into the most highest frequencies, the light beings, the angels, the spirit guides. We don't want to tap into any grimy energy. So as I began to get more and more comfortable with speaking to my spirit guides and my messages would become clearer, I realized that I was also getting information for other people if I tried. I realized that I was able to tap into their own spirit guides and to different energies, not just my own spirit guides. That's when I really got into tarot reading and I started doing readings for others after practicing, of course, and making sure that I knew what I was doing. And the tarot has always been an amazing tool for me. Not everyone likes the tarot, which is perfectly fine. Some people prefer oracle decks or all of these are tools, by the way, 
all of these are tools and the tools are not the ones who possess the information. You, your spirit guides, the universe is what has the information. These different tools are just a method of getting closer to the information, a method of diving into the information. Now you might be wondering, well, all this sounds really awesome and really cool. How do I do it for myself? When you start doing this for yourself, you will open up a world of possibilities for yourself. You will let go of fear. You will embrace love. You will see yourself differently, which is what they call spiritual awakening. I personally believe we have many spiritual awakenings throughout our whole life, but there's one initial spiritual awakening that you'll never forget this one because it's, it's the first one. It's the one that opens up the door to all these possibilities, the one that unlocks the door and lets you in. Once you're in, you will have many more spiritual awakenings because you're going to continue learning more and more. We never stop learning. We never stop expanding and consciousness is eternal. But eventually, when you start tapping into this ability, you will notice yourself, which I do it often and it happens to me during the podcast episodes as well, that I end up channeling information. Sometimes it's not completely me who's talking. Sometimes I'm just channeling what I'm getting through my own guides and they tell me what the what the people need to hear they tell me what the collective need to hear and I use this information to communicate to you once you open up this door you are always guided by love you're always guided by the higher good and you're on your way I do to becoming want to your point higher out, self. And it's probably something that you're wondering well if you're bipolar and you suffer from psychosis which psychosis is basically you hear things or are seeing things. You get hallucinations, both auditory and visual. Well, you might be asking, how can you tell the difference between your spirit guides, voices, or your intuition and that of psychosis? Well, it's simple. Psychosis is manic. Psychosis is unstable. The messages don't make sense. They just sort of contradict each other. True intuition and speaking to my spirit guides brings me calmness. It's a subtle, calm message. My spirit guides and my messages that I get from spirit, they bring me peace. When I have psychosis and the times that I've had psychosis, I'm afraid, extremely afraid. That's the main difference. And I learned to tell the difference in that way and it helped me immensely. Otherwise, I would still believe that my the voices in my head were solely psychosis now going back to how you can connect to your own spirit guides how can you connect to your own psychic abilities first of all you'll have to let go of all the prejudices that you have against it stop being afraid to shine your light stop being afraid of knowing things get used to people contradicting you and telling you that you have lost your marbles at the end of the day we're not here to satisfy anyone nor walk their path, nor think like them, because we're our own individual beings. So trusting in yourself a little more, believing in yourself a little more is definitely a way to get closer to your psychic abilities. There are many amazing psychics out there that will absolutely help you and guide you in learning how to tap into this intuition. There are many psychics out there who help you get in touch with your spirit guides, but I do believe that everyone can do it themselves. 
finding a psychic to help you do it is just a nudge. I personally do readings for people, um, for them to meet their spirit guides. I do spirit guide messaging readings where I connect to the spirit guides and I relay the messages that they have for you. And it's a beautiful reading. I love doing these readings. I've taken a break from them because they do take a lot of my energy. And as a new mom, it's been a little difficult for me to continue doing readings, but I do plan on opening up in the future and offering more readings, at least a couple ever so often. However, if you want to just start right now and start tapping into your own psychic abilities, absolutely look up a automatic writing meditation on YouTube and get in a comfortable place, a quiet place, a place where you can contemplate and think. Grab a piece of paper and a pen and get into this meditative state and test it out. See what comes out. Trust yourself. Trust the pen. Don't fight the pen. Let the pen flow. And after a couple of tries, I guarantee you're going to get a couple of messages. It might take a while. I know that some people are very closed off and it might take them a while to connect. This is okay. This There's nothing wrong with this. Again, it just means that you've been through a lot of circumstances in your life that have closed you up to this. We're not in a hurry. We're not in a rush. Your spirit guides are not in a rush. They're always there for Another you. Another very important thing to do is to vocally tell your spirit guides, I am ready for your guidance. I am ready for your help. Because here's the interesting thing about spirit guides. Unless you ask, they can't really intervene. They can do different things for you, but that direct intuition, that direct messaging back and forth, they can't do that unless you allow them to. That's why it's so sad that so many people don't ever tap into this and they don't ever ask their spirit guides for these messages and they never tap into their intuition. So they never really unlock their psychic abilities. Another thing, which I have to say it because it's so funny how people assume that when you hear spirit, they assume that spirit comes to you like in a particular voice. They think that spirit is going to be like, oh, I don't know. I don't even know how spirit would sound like, but it doesn't. It comes in your own voice. You will not hear a different voice because spirit is aware that this will freak you out. They don't want to scare you. They want you to be as comfortable as possible when you're getting these messages. So no, that's not what it sounds like. It comes in your own tone of voice. That's why so many of us, myself included, confuse psychic abilities and messages from spirit as their own because it comes in your own voice. I did mention that I will talk about different psychic abilities in a different episode But for the sake of understanding, just so you know, spirit doesn't only come to you through the voice in your head or that inner knowing. Spirit speaks to you through your senses, which is the different types of psychic abilities. There are various types. There's the one where you can smell certain things, certain messages. Mediums in particular will smell a particular spirit. For instance, I in the past have smelled a strong smell of cigar and that's because the spirit that was trying to get in touch with me 
was the grandfather of a friend who did smoke cigar often. So it was driving me crazy. I was wondering for a while, where's the smell coming from? It was the first time I had ever experienced that as a medium. There's also the feeling when you get goosebumps. Some people really feel spirit. Other people hear it. And there's one ability that everyone wants to have, which is the ability to see spirit in their third eye. But all these abilities are available to you if you tap into them. Some might be a little sharper than others. It all depends on your personality, the way that you are, how you communicate the best. For me, spirit usually comes in through an inner knowing and I hear spirit. This might be because I'm very vocal. I tend to talk a lot if you haven't noticed yet. So spirit communicates with me in the best way that I would know how to communicate with someone else. I want to reinstate that in order to tap into your psychic abilities, you are going to have to learn to ignore the naysayers. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Get comfortable with being contradicted because you will be contradicted often when you start telling people if you ever do because I do recommend that you're totally open about it. Why not? When you start telling people that you're psychic and you tap into your intuition all the time, It is something to be proud of. It's an amazing accomplishment. So don't be afraid to share it with others. You might find your your tribe. So to recap, absolutely, in order to tap into your own psychic abilities, you will need to start automatic writing and meditating. Clear up your mind. Open yourself up. Ask your spirit guides for help. Let them know that you are available that you are all ears, that they can come through, but always protect your and always ask any archangel or the universe, God, source, ask for protection because we want to only tap into the very best energies. I realized that there is just so much information when it comes to tapping into our psychic abilities that I've decided to put this as two parts, a two-part episode. So this will be episode one of tapping into your psychic abilities. And then I will next week launch uh, part two. I'll launch part two of this very same episode to give you more tips and tricks on how to tap into your psychic abilities. Because to be honest, there's just so much that comes into this topic that I really want you to get all the information or as much as I can possibly provide. So if you haven't subscribed, make sure to subscribe to my channel, to my podcast channel, and you will be notified when part two of this episode launches next week on Tuesday. And I would love to know how your automatic writing goes. If you can, leave a review letting me know, follow me on Instagram, DM me, let me know how your automatic writing goes. And as always, I want to thank you so very much for being here. Thank you for listening. It means the world to me. My name is Marlene. Love and light always. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something new. Let's connect further. Share your favorite part of this episode in your Instagram account and tag me at magicwoman underscore 33 and mysticwomen.co. I look forward to seeing your posts. Bye.